continuing our grief journey where we are learning how to actually grieve, especially in intense grief. I'm Christy Bundukumar, psychiatric nurse practitioner with over 20 years of clinical experience, but my real experience in grief is because I've lost children. And just the fact that I am standing here and teaching and trying to help others means that I'm at least doing some work and that I'm healing. And so I promise you that it's possible, but it's not easy. I had a son die in 2005 from a drowning accident. My son Reggie in 2016. And just over a year ago, my daughter passed away in her sleep unexpectedly. And so I know great loss. And I thought I was ready for the next loss. And when Maya died, I did not start the grieving process. And so I said, I'm gonna do this 45 days of grief. And I did it from the anniversary of Reggie's death to the anniversary of Maya's death. Every single day, I worked through these five things to, to see like, does this actually work? And how do you actually grieve? I am a self-improvement person. Like I'm always looking for that next book. Um, and so I knew that research and study and self-improvement was going to be part of this process. But I came up with these five selves. Self-care, which we have a video on, self-regulation, your spiritual self, those are all videos. Uh, today we're gonna talk about self-improvement through study and our last will be um, self-movement to process, okay? So those are the five selves on how do you actually grieve? What did I learn by going through this 45 days of grief? And it was super important to actually push through and start doing it daily, and then now I'm just doing it weekly and eventually I should be able to get to the point where I'm you know, doing it on specific holidays, the anniversary of their death, you know, um, and kind of plan that controlled grief moving forward. And I talk a lot about uh, controlled grief in many of my videos, but it's also important, the self-regulation, that you're putting things in the right category. And that's what that self-improvement, self-study is about. So if you go back and look at what I was actually doing during those 45 days of grief, um, and we're gonna create a documentary on that, but it was what I was teaching in the YouTube was like grief videos and grief things that, um, you know, are like study. How do you study grief? And so this is one of ourselves, of the five selves. You finding that self-improvement and I think that's through study, studying other people's work. But how, how do you use that to find your truth? Because many times when we think study, we think I'm reading something that is the truth. And I remember, you know, everybody knows Kubler-Ross's, you know, five stages of grief. And if you've lost a child, uh, you want to say some cuss words to that, right? It just doesn't make sense. Um, and so as I was going through the 45 days of grief, I was actually studying, um, I read several books, 
I studied several grief theories and many of them kind of had that same stages, tasks, you know, oh, if you just go through this process, you will grieve and, and grieving is natural. Um, grieving is natural. We will all lose someone. But when somebody comes to you, and I'm sure this is a trigger for any of the grieving parents, and compares the loss of their dog to the loss of your child, or the loss of their grandmother to the loss of your child, it feels like a knife in your chest. And so there's something more to intense grief that is just not the normal grieving process. You are supposed to lose your grandparent before you lose you know, before you get older, like that, that's the natural process. We all think that, you know, we are going to live to a certain age and, you know, and so there's natural, uh, death processes, right? There's natural loss process. You know, people compare a divorce or a um, breakup or, you know, a conflict with grief. And I do believe that you need to grieve all loss, but the intensity of some loss, we have to acknowledge it's more. And, but we also have to acknowledge that we need to cherish it in its own category. Be, and look at the self-regulation video that talks about grief as a category, because what happens is, is all of the other stuff just keeps coming through. And I'm gonna do 10 whole videos on how to keep that separate. So I went through these books there. I got lots of nuggets of, of things that were helpful for me. And so this is my challenge to you. When we talk about self-improvement through study, that you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Take Sigmund Freud, for example, he has a theory on grief, grief work. Um, there are many things about his work that I don't think are applicable to, you know, mental health today. However, this man studied human behavior his whole life, and there are nuggets of things that we can take from that. My favorite Freudian theory wasn't necessarily his grief work, but he talks about um, depression is anger turned inward. And so if you can read through something and then you, you find that little nugget, oh, I'm really angry. I'm angry that this happened to me. I'm angry about this loss and I'm turning it inward and I'm becoming depressed. So that's what self-improvement through study is. It's not about, you know, you, this, there's a right way and a wrong way to do all of these things. And you just need to do this, um, do these steps and you will feel better. Some step type work is good. I've done several step type mental health improvement work, but not everything. And, and so I learned through this process of finding my truth. There's some people that, you know, well, obviously these theorists put their life work into these theories and they believe them to be true, that it's their truth. Many of them use the word acceptance. And if you follow me, you know, this is definitely a trigger word for me, but you know what? Studying multiple theories, grief theories did for me, is it 
allowed me to reframe the word. The word doesn't have to mean I accept that this happened to me. Because I, I'm going to be wrestling with God over that until I meet him. Right? Like, I, I can't accept it. But I can accept the pain. I can accept the present moment. And so that's what I learned from studying all these things that really I felt had a, a, a very rigid step-by-step um, and then somehow you are going to come to terms with acceptance. I can't remember which one, but it, it allowed me to reframe the word acceptance. I can accept the pain and I need to accept the pain in order to feel the pain in that grief category. So one of my challenges and one of the five selves is this self-improvement, learning new things, always. I went on and, you know, there's some theories that are very cognitive behavioral um, based. There's some dialectical grief theories. This is stuff I work with every day and help people with every day. But I had an aha moment studying somebody else's stuff. And this is why it's important. When I say finding my truth, finding your truth, it doesn't just mean being in, in yourself, right? There's some of that, but there's also like, there is all of this collective knowledge and many of it is written in books. Um, and we can learn about ourselves through that process, but we don't have to take it as an absolute truth. So I feel like I'm a, an expert in cognitive behavioral therapy and I was reading someone else's grief theory and, and using the mentally strong method that I talk about in self-regulation. And I realized for the first time in that 45 days of grief that I actually have trauma, that I am experiencing PTSD. And I would not acknowledge that before. It was kind of unconscious. Like I'm a fighter. I'm not a victim. I'm a fighter. And, you know, just by reading somebody else's work, I was able to gain that, that information. Overall, the experience was very good to look at those grief theories. Go back and look at my videos, but also do your own research, self-improvement. I chose things, you know, that were, you know, very academic, um, you know, because I wanted to have that kind of basis. But I'll tell you the two of my favorite grief theories, and again, one isn't right and one wrong, right? This is a collective knowledge, was growing around grief. And that is um, where you have this grief and people keep telling you that as you, as time goes on, the grief gets smaller. And you know that if you experience intense grief, like losing a child, losing a spouse, sibling, you're, it, it feels like that grief is never going to get smaller. Like the pain is there, but what can happen is your bubble around it, your jar around it, your life around that grief can get bigger. And so that it's still there. The pain is there. It will be there, but there's other things in your life. There's joy in your life. 
another one that really resonated with me, and again, this is about what's resonating with you, what helps you find your truth, is the continuing bonds grief theory that really talks about we we have a bond. There is a an attachment. There's attachment theories. There's neurobiology that happens when somebody is in your life every day and you have all of these memories and neuro attachments. You know, chemically, uh, those things happen. I read a couple books about, you know, especially losing a child, you have this oxytocin bond between a mother and a child. Like that is chemical. So what happened in my brain of losing that um, becomes real, becomes um, catastrophic, feels unbearable. And so I really liked the continuing bonds theory that talked about like, yes, you have that bond here, but you can also have a continuing bond through memories, through memorabilia, from, you know, through meditation, through um, communication, and just knowing that they're present. So that was my journey. But it's time to take your journey of self-improvement through study. You can watch my videos, but find things that you can research for that self-improvement. Because we, we need to try to be doing all five of these things in intense grief. Self-care, self-regulation, finding your spiritual self, self-improvement, and I will talk about next week, self-movement. I believe that we can heal from intense grief. And I'm not saying accept, move on, any of those trigger words. I'm saying that we can heal and we can find our truth because I believe that you are mentally strong.